Hi, my name's Sam Webster, and I'm going to attempt to introduce the anatomy of the nervous system in um, five minutes. Yeah, I'm delaying pressing that timer button. It's a massive topic, and this is the frontier of modern biology. But what we'll try and do is we'll try to um, chunk up the nervous system into its divisions and give you a whole bunch of terms that are generally useful when studying neuroanatomy. All right, that's 30 seconds already. Come on. Five minutes. Um, so what does the nervous system do? Oh, you could spend an hour talking about that. But, I mean, you, your consciousness, is the result of your nervous system. So sensory stuff from the world around you comes in via your nervous system. This is how you perceive the world. And it's also how you interact with the world. It, it coordinates how you move, how you behave with other people. Um, and that sort of thing. It also keeps your body operating within set parameters. Think heart rate, blood oxygen, libido, hunger, thirst, sleep, emotion, fear, that sort of thing. It's also um, important in memory, learning. Um, pain only exists in the nervous system. Um, it's involved in reasoning, planning, problem solving, and of course, curiosity. The reason you're listening to this podcast in the first place is because of your nervous system. Anyway, okay, you know what the nervous system does. Um, if we think anatomy, the basic unit of the nervous system is the neuron. This is the cell um, that makes up the nervous system. This is a cell that can maintain a voltage across its cell membrane, so it's electrically excitable. Um, it has a cell body. And it sends an axon, a process that may be very, very, very long away from that cell body to another part of the body. Or it might be a short axon. And the cell body may have shorter dendrites extending from it. And neurons can interact with other neurons at synapses. So this could be um, an axon of one neuron synapsing with a dendrite of another neuron and passing on an action potential, an electrical signal from one to the other. And it's these connections and the potential complexity of the arrangement of these connections that gives us the human nervous system. Neurotransmitters such as dopamine, serotonin and acetylcholine are the molecules that allow one neuron to affect another neuron across that synapse. All right, the central nervous system is made up of the brain and the spinal cord. If we look inside those, we see grey matter, those are the neuron cell bodies, and we see white matter. Those are the axons surrounded by fatty insulation sheets, sheaths that make the action potentials travel even faster. The faster your nervous system works, the more likely you are to survive. The brain has 86 billion neurons in it-ish. Each neuron can have thousands of connections to other neurons, giving maybe 100 to 500 trillion synapses. This is what makes the human brain so complex and makes it do what it does. Is the human brain too complex for the human brain to comprehend itself? Maybe. Those axons must pass from the cerebrum, the cerebral hemispheres at the top, down through the brainstem to reach the spinal cord. The brainstem is made up of the midbrain, the pons and the medulla. And in here are a lot of really important centers that control the body. Um, I was chatting to my neuroscientist buddy about this and he says this is the area that if this gets damaged, you're likely to die. If other areas of the nervous system get damaged, you'll have problems, but you're unlikely to die. The brainstem is crucial. The cerebellum, is connected posteriorly to this. This actually has most of the neurons in it, something like 70 billion, and this seems to account for much of the management of movement that we do. The spinal cord is those neurons continuing inferiorly. It's protected by the vertebral column. And um, from the spinal cord, 
those neurons in there tend to meet and synapse with other neurons that will leave the spinal cord as spinal nerves, and that's the peripheral nervous system. So any nervous tissue that has left the central nervous system is part of the peripheral nervous system. Spinal nerves extend out. Cranial nerves also extend out from the brainstem. They're part of the peripheral nervous system. Um, okay. We have somatic, autonomic, sympathetic, parasympathetic, motor and sensory to talk about. Somatic means of the body. So somatic motor fibres um, are voluntary fibres. So if you wave your arm around, that's something you can control. That's controlled by somatic fibres. But you can't think about making your heart beat faster. So your heartbeat, the rate of your heartbeat is controlled by autonomic fibres. These are involuntary neurons. Sympathetic and parasympathetic fibres are motor fibres but involuntary. So for example the sympathetic fibres would make your heart beat faster, parasympathetic would make your heart beat more slowly. The sympathetic division is adrenaline based and part of the fight or flight response. Parasympathetic fibres kind of work in opposition but not exactly but that's kind of a good way of thinking about it. Rest and digest. We also have sensory stuff coming in. So we have sensory somatic fibres of the body so when you touch your skin temperature those are that's somatic innovation stuff you're aware of visceral sensory fibers are coming from the organs so uh, the chemical composition of your blood blood pressure that sensory information is going back to your brain through visceral fibers Ooh. so we have somatic and visceral sensory fi uh, sensory fibers we did it so we mentioned the terms central nervous system and peripheral nervous system we talked about somatic, autonomic, sympathetic, parasympathetic, and then sensory, somatic and visceral. And we'll cover all this again in much more detail in the future. But that's your five minute introduction to the nervous system. Uh, it's one of those ones you're never going to really get done in five minutes, is it? Right. See you next time.